Welcome into another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. He is Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at Woodon1063. Back to the winning ways last weekend for a UFC fight night. Jordan, we've got another UFC fight night coming up this week. This week, Rob Font against Marlon Vera. How's it going with you? I'm good. I'm, I mean, good outside of like, you know, obviously, you know, or, and hopefully people know listening to the podcast, like my life surrounds around the White Sox. So that's a shit show right now. Um, but other than that, I mean, things are fine. We had a really good week last week and fight night and expecting more this week. Absolutely. We've got a, a couple really big fights here coming up, and then we'll get into a few fights here setting up in the next week. We've got a pay-per-view event, so that should be fun uh, on May 7th. So we'll definitely get a preview in for that as well. But let's start with the main event tonight uh, on Saturday night. Rob Font against Marlon Vera. This is a uh, matchup here where Rob Font is minus 135. He's a favorite, where Marlon Vera is plus 115. Uh, Marlon Vera is one of these guys that kind of starts a little bit slow and kind of, you know, comes back into fights. He can, So this since this is a main event, maybe this plays to his strengths. But Rob Font here, the 135 favorite. What do you think of this one? Yeah, well, it was interesting. I'm glad we prolonged the podcast a couple of hours because Rob Font missed weight. Oh. He missed it by two and a half pounds. So, and that's the first time that, that that's happened for Rob Font. So, not sure of, of, of what the issue was. It a bad weight cut? Is there an injury happening? And look, I was on Marlon Vera prior to that taking place. I just as you had spoken about the fact that I thought that Marlon Vera was going to be very successful in the later rounds of this fight and be able to benefit from a striking battle with Rob Font, utilize those leg kicks and win rounds late. Now I even feel better about it because I think Rob Font is going to struggle with cardio that is great for Vera. And he, he look, and again, there might be an injury that we don't know about, but the guy needs to take the fight. He's, you know, he's given up 20% of his purse. So I, I'm really happy right now talking to you, thinking about betting uh, Marlon Vera tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are barking for this one with Marlon Vera. You mentioned those leg kicks. You mentioned, you know, both these guys have fought similar opponents. They both have fought Jose Aldo. You know, there's uh, th- there's a way that this fight could go Marlon Vera's way, and it's just kind of waiting around. And like you mentioned, the cardio, tiring out Rob Font, using those leg kicks, coming back in the third round. When you look at method of victory here, Rob Font to win by nine. Knockout, TKO, disqualification, you've got it at plus 350. But if you want to go Marlon Vera, like you mentioned, Marlon Vera by knockout or TKO is plus 450. And then Marlon Vera to win by decision is plus 300. So are we taking just a straight-up money line here with Marlon Vera, or are we going to go for a method of victory here or maybe look at some round props as well? I think I think it's the safe play, and it's just to win, win via decision, even though we have seen... You know, him be a finisher. He had the front kick knockout, did Marlon Vera in his last fight against Frankie Edgar. But that was a fight in the first two rounds. He was losing, again, speaking to the slow start. Um, And I don't think, again, despite the fact that he's like a slow starter, like he he can't allow that to happen. Like he can't allow Rob Font to set into his comfort level, get his boxing going, and and utilize his jab. Because Rob Font has an unbelievable jab, one of the best not just in the division, but in the entire sport. So I think Marlon Vera is going to have to be out of his element a little bit and, and try and get going uh, you know, earlier than probably he'd prefer. But this is an extremely important fight for Marlon Vera. 
Both times that he's fought guys that are in the top five, top seven of the Bantamweight division, he has lost Jose Aldo and Song Yudong. But the same thing with Rob Font. Rob Font really hasn't beaten a guy now that's in the top ten because Cody Garbrandt's down at flyweight and uh, uh, Marlon Moraes is retired. So both guys need a win, but I like Vera. Five-round fight, stand-up fight. Neither guy going to really threaten with takedowns, uh, although Vera probably better on the ground. So that's why my money is going to be on Marlon Vera tomorrow night. All right, I like it. Like I said, the dogs are barking. And then in the uh, the co-main event, I guess the one right before the main event, we got the big boys. We got the heavyweights. We've got some. And then it, look, if you're just going to watch the last two fights of this uh, of this UFC fight night, you might think that leg kicks are kind of the theme here because uh, Collier, Jake Collier against Andre Arlovsky. Jake Collier loves to leg kick. He this is a massive man. This is a big person. Like this is this is this, a guy that whose diet you would love. Like he was a middleweight and he ballooned up to a heavyweight. Like you know, just like started to eat, and just eat a, a lot. Just a and casual he's, eater. He's it's fine. Fighting. It's all good. He looks. He looks like he comes off the street and is just like, sure, let's fight. I got this. No problem. And then he's going against Andre Arlovsky. He is forty-three years old. He's kind of like the journeyman that everybody in this weight class has to go through at some point. He's thirty-three and twenty. He's fought fifty-three times in the UFC. But this shapes up to be a good one. Arlovsky actually the favorite in this one at minus one uh, forty-five. Here, Collier, the underdog at plus 125. He's been a light heavyweight. He's been a middleweight, like you mentioned. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. We're talking about Andre Olofsky, like 3.0. Like, this is the third version in the UFC that we have seen Andre Olofsky, you know. And, and look, he's still doing it. He's won three fights in a row. Granted, it's it's not against, like, any kind of upper-level upper competition in the heavyweight division. Um, but he like wins fights and, and he, and what I say is like, he gets into like sparring matches with his opponents. He like, just kind of like gets his opponents into a comfort zone and then they're just like sparring with each other. He's avoiding big strikes and he's not taking too much damage. He's landing enough. He's being more active and he gets these wins. He's got these unanimous decisions, split decision victories over these other heavyweight contenders. And quite frankly, Jared, you know, Jake Collier is like kind of that fighter like you know he's not got a guy that's going to overwhelm Arlovsky with athleticism he's not going to overwhelm him with with heavy shots he might get into another you know kickboxing sparring match which which worries me if you're a backer of Collier plus the fact I know you pay attention to the numbers Collier has alternated wins and losses like literally his last like 10 fights so he won his last fight what's gonna happen He's going to lose. Um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I mentioned the dogs are barking. They're, they're out there tomorrow. And this is another thing where I think Collier's going to be able to match the sparring, you know, the, this, the situation that Andre Lopsy is going to put himself in and just be a little bit more active. He lands 17 significant strikes, or excuse me, throws 17 significant strikes per minute in the heavyweight division. And that is at the top of the heavyweight division. So what I'm thinking is going to happen, we're going to get an Andre Olofsky fight, but this time around it's going to cost the former heavyweight champion. So if we go by method of decision here, Collier to win by knockout or TKO is plus 350. Collier by decision here is plus 300. So kind of even there. Neither, the, not, not, neither of these guys are wrestlers or submitters, so you're not going to get either to win by submission. I mean, it's 20 to 1 for Arlovsky. It's 50 to, or it's uh, 11 to 1 for Collier, and then the draw is 50 to 1 is what I was looking at. So if you look at a Collier by decision or Collier by knockout, do the, either of those intrigue you? 
Not at all. I mean, again, look look at the overs in this. Just fight. take the to take the dogs, right? Just take the yeah, dogs. Yeah, look at the, well, look at the over. The over in one and a half is minus three fifty. The only place I could get it over two and a half at FanDuel is two dollars. So like they're expecting this to go to the judges' scorecards. And okay, here, here's what I'll say: three wins uh, out of the thirty-three by Arlovsky via submission. And I got to go back way back machine. I think it was like a heel hook. Or an Achilles lock. That's what it was when he won the heavyweight championship. People aren't getting submitted by Achilles locks anymore. It doesn't happen. So, no. <laughs> nothing prop, nothing cute. Collier, I think, small play on him as the underdog to win this fight. All right. Our next fight we're going to go to is Andre Feely against Joe Anderson Brito. Feely, a huge favorite here. Minus 260. Brito here, a plus 210. He's a hot uh, prospect here in the UFC. He's great at takedowns. Uh, he likes to really go for the takedown here. He shoots the box a ton. So if you're looking at this one, Andre Feely, a huge favorite at minus 260. Is there any way that Brito can cause an upset here? I, I mean, look, it's MMA. Like, you know, like four-ounce gloves. Things Crazier things can happen. Um, I don't know what happened here. Like, I don't know why these guys are fighting each other. Like, I, I feel like the, the matchmakers, like I love Sean Shelby, um, but I feel like they got confused with who Joe Anderson Brito is. Like, <laughs> like he's like Andre Feely is like a top fifteen featherweight. You know, he's fought like the best of the best, and like he's actually coming to his own. You know, as a fighter, kind of like you know in this situation right now. And Brito's fought once in the UFC, and it was short notice, and I think he lost. Like. So what's happening here? Like, is he is he is he confused? Like, is there something going on? Like, I don't I don't know. So, showcase fight for me, uh, Andre Feely to win. You know, maybe he gets a win inside the distance. I'm not going to get cute with the TKO or submission. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I I, I think Feely is a is a parlay stuffer in this fight. Okay, minus 260 right there for the parlay stuffer if you want it there. If you want to get cute, like you mentioned, Andre Feely to win by knockout or TKO, you can get that at plus 200. Or if you want Andre Feely to win by decision, that's plus 140. But if you want to just stack a parlay here, Andre Feely minus 260 is where you're going with that one, right? Don't get cute. Just add it to a parlay for some added value. Yeah, you have to. I, 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 I think you do because again, it's, there's so much consequence with it being an MMA fight. Um, and you know, Touchy Feely is not like the guy you know that, like a Grant Dawson who, who we're going to talk about likely next. Like he's a submission artist. Like you know, like he, that's what he's going to hunt for, and he's that's how he's going to likely win if he wins inside the distance. Same thing with Jeremy Mirshart, who's earlier in the card. Feely doesn't have that. Feely just you know, good stand up, good Muay Thai, good takedowns. So. Stuff him into a parlay. That's the best way to do it. You read my mind. Jared Flash Gordon, plus 145 against Grant Dawson, minus 165. He's training with a new team. He's moved up to lightweight. He is still the big favorite in Grant Dawson at minus 165. You're looking for a good submitter here. He's a great wrestler. So he's training with the same team that Masvidal wrestles with and in a top team. So what do we look for here from Grant Dawson now that he's with a new team, but he's still a favorite against Jared Gordon? Yeah, I think it's an awakening for him. I think the last time we saw him, which was a draw against Ricky Glenn, a guy that he was supposed to dominate from start to finish, he ran out of gas. Ricky Glenn waits for those you know, opportunities because he's a cardio machine, good wrestler, took advantage of that, and was able to dominate Grant Dawson to get the split draw. Jared Gordon is the kind of the same fighter. hard nose, tough, grinder, Good cardio, so that's why I think Jared Gordon is the most popular underdog on the card. 
I'm not on that bandwagon. I think Grant Dawson learned his lesson. He's going to mature as a fighter, and he is every bit worth that dollar eighty that he is uh, odds uh, aligned at right now for him to get the win. Okay, and if we go by method of victory, we always try to find something in the long shot, something with a little sprinkle that we can set up our night with or maybe recoup some of the losses, but we want something with a little bit of longer odds. So if you're going Grant Dawson by submission, if you think he's going to you know, take this to the ground because Gordon's a better striker, he wants to keep this on its feet, keep these two fighters upright. If Dawson has his way, this goes down to the ground, this goes to submission. Grant Dawson by submission, 4-1. to one. How do we like that? I, I get it because look, I, I think you know of of Grant Dawson's wins. I think thirteen are are, are be via submission of like seventeen or eighteen. Uh, I I just don't think Jared Gordon's the type of guy that will fall into a submission. Maybe for uh, compared to maybe someone else. So just I want Grant Dawson to win. Same thing with Andre. Even though it's not the same way with Andre Feely because Andre Feely doesn't have a method. Grant Dawson does. He submits mm-hmm. people. But I just don't. I, I just don't think the opponent calls for it. So for me, Adam, it's it's you know it's a situation where just stay away. Grant Dawson to win outright. I'm fine with that, especially because of the Dower eighty, and th- it, that could actually trend down. But like I said, Jared Gordon is trending yeah. up as a as a as an underdog. So you could even get further value if you wait. I'm Grant Dawson. Well, you can get Grant Dawson and Feely now in a parlay at plus one fifteen. That's not bad. You know, those it. two straight I love, up. I love, I, I, I love that. I love that. I mean, I, obviously, I'm very com- comfortable in, in Andre Feely. There's a little bit of worrisome, you know, like, you know, th- does Grant Dawson fall into the same thing? And Jared Gordon is a tough out. But I, I think Grant Dawson should win this fight, should, should win it, you know, pretty handily. All right, so we'll go with that parlay. Maybe we'll add another heavy favorite here in Darren Elkins against Tristan Conley. Uh, the, the question here is Derek Elson, minus 165. Conley is plus 145. Conley likes to come out a little bit faster. These guys are both veteran grapplers. They're both going to look to take this to the ground. They want this to wrestle. But Conley can land shots pretty early. Can he land a shot on Darren Elkins and kind of rattle him a little bit and then take this fight to the ground and maybe get that TKO, get that knockout on the ground and maybe I, I not be a submission. I, I, wait, wait, what, why what? are you getting so analytical? And why, why don't we talk like asking me like why he has damage tattooed on his chest? I like mean, it's it's a gross tattoo because it's a because it's a gross <laughs> tattoo. Like, and listen, Jordan, listen, we waited until Friday. I did my homework. I did. I like. I'm proud of myself. I'm like the I'm like the kid that studies for like I actually studied for a test once. Give me some credit here. Come on, man. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Look, and you're getting better too. It's it's, oh, it's thank actually you. very impressive. Thank you. Very thank impressive. You. Like, I, I can listen to other people and just take their stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that works too. That's seriously that works too. I I, I know. Um, but look, Darren Elkins, uh, I love him. He might be my favorite play on the card uh, at a dollar seventy. The guy is just a walking zombie. Uh, he continues to impress even at 37 years old. His wrestling is going to cause a lot of issues, in my opinion, for Tristan Connolly. And I don't think Tristan Connolly has the stand-up. I know you said that you know he comes out hot, but I don't think he has the stand-up that's going to really cause damage, uh, that's going to cause some <laughs> problems for Darren Elkins. And even so, Elkins is going to walk through it. And quite frankly, I believe Tristan Connolly is well-known for an upset that never should have happened. Michelle Pejea was upset by Tristan Connolly because Michelle Pejea tired himself out dancing to the octagon instead of what? being normal and walking to the octagon and preserving that energy. What Tristan Connolly waited, you know, survived the first round, 
And then, you know, Pajaya was gassed and Connolly won and had a huge upset. It's not going to happen against Darren Elkins. Elkins ain't going to do any disco dancing on his way because he would do disco dancing. And that's who Darren Elkins is. Or maybe some country because he's from, you know, Indiana, like the outskirts of Indiana. But anyway, <laughs> beside the point, um, Elkins wrestling is going to be uh, issues for Connolly. The cardio is going to be issues for Connolly. And, and I think late finish, likely just a straight up win again. So not getting cute. I could see Darren Elkins pulling off a late submission, a late TKO, but I like him at a dollar seventy just to win outright. See, I have I have bad tattoos, none that I regret. Like I got a tattoo when I was like like the day I turned eighteen, or like that month I went and got one, and like I don't regret it. But right, it but is, you don't have Adam tattoos. But it is it is not, no, it is definitely not as bad as the child scribble that is the damage tattoo on Darren Elkins. And it's like just he gross. Didn't, like he didn't have like he fought in the UFC for like eight years and didn't have it, and then got it. Yeah, you don't like, need that. Like like you, you don't know, need like, that. I can understand if he was eighteen and he got it. Like oh, I'm the damage, you know. But like. They started to call him the damage at like 34, and then he no, got it. that's okay. So let's build this parlay. I mean, we've got Elkins, Dawson, and Philly here. That's, that plays plus, plus 235 right there. Okay. For a okay. parlay I mean, there of those it, heavy favorites. It, it, it'll go up to, what, 237 if you put Romanov in? Because we yeah, love well, him. Like, well, yeah, and that got that was scratched. We had that, la- uh, what, last week or two weeks ago? Week, and that got yeah, scratched yeah. Uh, before yeah. the fight started. So, yeah, throw that in there. And, yeah, like you said, it'll go up, like, to 237 or 238. <laughs> it'll go up like a penny. Exactly. <laughs> so our final fight of the night, maybe the dogs are barking in this one, too. Christoph Jocko against Gerald Mearshart. Uh, you mentioned this one a little bit earlier. Minus 170 for Jocko. He is the heavy favorite here against the plus 150 dog, uh, Gerald Mearshart. He's known as a finisher. Uh, These are two different styles. These guys like to come out. Mearshart likes to come out and end things early. Jocko's kind of Kind of boring when he fights. Like it's just kind of extremely boring. Like it's he like it's extreme. not something. Like the, I'm glad this isn't the main event or a co-main event because this is this is kind of boring. It's going to be early in the main card and hopefully hopefully we get an upset to make this one intriguing, right? Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. This is the upset that I love. I love GM three, Jared Mearshart. I mean, look, he is he's a veteran and he is uh, you know bounced back from that 18 second knockout that at Hanjat Shemayev did. Uh, about a year ago, like knocked him out with one punch in the first round. He's won three three fights in a row, and I think two of them have been via, via finish. Like the guy can, can stand, can stand. He's got a good body kick, uh, and he's got slick submissions, very big slick submissions. And Jocko's not like a uh, an overwhelming striker, and he's a guy that's going to probably look for some takedowns. And that's that's Gerald Mershart's world. So uh, I, I think Gerald Mershart is, is savvy enough as a veteran. Uh, Jocko's not going to bring anything that's going to overwhelm Mearshart, uh, that he's not prepared for. Uh, so I like Mearshart and you, you want to sprinkle in that there's the sub, there's that sub win that I love. Uh, I think it's plus 300 plus 350 in some spots. Maybe yeah. that's what I love. I, I think Jared Mearshart is the dog that's going to bark. So we're going to get some dogs barking at, to, to begin the main card, and we're going to get some dogs barking to, to close out the main card. Love it. Love so it. that's Mearshart by submission. That is 3-1 to one right now. And and then to win straight up, he's plus 150 right now as a dog. So that's those are great odds right there. The dogs are barking. The dogs you mentioned, Marlon Vera plus 110, Jay Collier plus 125, Mearshart plus 150, Mearshart via submission at plus, at, uh, plus 300. And then we've got, listen, we've got our underdog parlay, kind of. We made it. We made we, a lot of 
favorites into a plus money parlay here with Elkins, Dawson, and Feely into a parlay. That comes out to plus 235. If you don't want to throw Elkins in there, that's fine. Dawson and Feely alone will get you plus 115. And then if you want to add two cents to it, you throw in Romanoff, right? So that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like just talking with you now and the odds that they're looking at, I'd rather do, I'd rather do Elkins and Feely. And I think it's more value, and I'm more confident in Elkins over Dawson. So All let's right. do that. Elkins and Feely is the same at plus one fifteen. So taking oh, okay. out basically, okay. if you do two guys, you're getting to well, you're getting plus one fifteen. If you throw two guys in there, you're getting plus two. Let's for fun. Let's for fun. Let's find out what happens if I put uh, uh, Romanov in there. Uh oh, where is he? There he is. Plus 125. Oh, wow. There we go. There you go. So you added 10 cents to it. Let's do that. That's (laughs) perfect. I said a penny. Yeah, there you go. That's close enough. So that is (laughs) UFC Fight Night uh, with Rob Font and Marlon Vera. I'm Adam Abdallah. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. That's Jordan Sherwood at Wood on 1063. Get all of his picks at FatJackSports.com. FatJack's having a great uh, NBA playoff. I know he was undefeated this week. He had some winners in the uh, NFL draft last night when he joined uh, Chris Bleck and I on Bleck and Abdallah. You can hear us weeknights uh, ahead of White Sox baseball or when there's not White Sox baseball on at night uh, starting at 6 o'clock, but he joined us and was singing your praises as well, Jordan. So you were keeping him afloat until the NBA playoff started. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I had to help Jack out a little bit, but you know he's thrown me a life preserver or two at times. So, <laughs> uh, and you're right, he's been crushing the NBA. So uh, he'll have some plays when uh, the NBA gets going again. Well, actually, I think he does have something going on with the Minnesota game tonight, as an opinion. But more so stuff in the second round. Absolutely, and we will be back next week. We've got UFC uh, 274 Oliveira against Gagey. That is a huge cra- uh, uh, card. That's a great card. So we'll be back to preview that all next week on another episode of the unnamed. Still don't have a name yet. The unnamed MMA podcast.